is The Midnight Club, a podcast for Athenas and Clydesdales and the rest of us that, when we come in last, it's still coming in first. Welcome back to the Midnight Club. I am one of your co-hosts, Clinton Scott Timmerman, joined once again by my two other co-hosts. One is... Not Kelly. And the other is... The Badger. The Badger. He, he still hasn't formulated words yet, but you might hear him cooing in the background because he's cute as ever, and he does that from time to time, amongst other baby sounds. So... Anywho, Kelly, how you doing? You know, I'm doing okay. I'm feeling real lazy these days, but lazy. <laughs> I digress. Well, is we are you supposed to go work out today, and it didn't happen. So now I'm I'm feeling, you know. Well, hey, we got the rest of the week, right? I'm Shoot. I'm having a problem when an, I'm home. I mean, I've, I'm away midweek a lot of times for work, which just sucks, and I'm hoping that changes. Like as in the matter of weeks, and we have a chance to record that on a podcast. Um, and so then when I'm home, I just find I want to just spend all as much time as I can with Landon, and he, and obviously Jack and Alice too. But Landon's you know, the Badger. Ba- Landon is the Badger. Um, but you know, sometimes Jack and Alice will be other places, and I'm just kicking it with Landon. And I had a chance to finish the Clone Wars cartoon series with him. Yeah, it was pretty cute. I came in, and you guys were watching cartoons together. Yeah, no, totally. So getting ready to the Mandalorian. So you know, not quite sure where uh, the Badger stands as far as you know, Ahsoka Tano and the falling out that Anakin has his Padawan, and then Darth Vader comes back and finds her lightsaber. And I think, I think he saw the poetic aspect of it as we finish that episode today. I'm pretty sure once he starts formulating words, he'll be able to express that to me. Well, he's definitely going to realize his dad's a geek. Real, oh, real very big geek. Yeah. <laughs> I uh, See, I put you off long enough to realize, oh no, you probably realized that right away, didn't you? That I was a geek. Yes, but you're cute. So. Okay, well, okay, let's hope that, let's hope these looks continue on. Um, no, but it's, I, I think you and I both just enjoy Joy having him having as the baby phase and so like what would happen is you'd you know I'd hold him you could do laundry and then you know I give him to you so I can go do some other tasks like put in some light fixtures and um I, I don't know it just it was tough to it's tough to find yourself motivated and then like I said we were going to go work out but then we're going to meet my mom and we still made it to the gym we did but only to and which happens to be my work so right. we just Doesn't showed the baby count. off and then took off and I recognize these are all excuses yes and and that's uh, that's okay but I guess we just need to find a way to to integrate these things although we did integrate family time and exercise on Saturday. And we how did. do you feel that and went, that Kelly? That is why we're here. <laughs> um, you know what's funny? I, I don't know if it's like when you're in an abusive relationship and like when you kind of just seek out the uh, the things that went right and try to ignore the things that go wrong. And you're like, it's going to be different this time. I feel like that's how oh, it is every time we try to we drag this trap, our kids yes. to do anything. So at home, we have an 11-year-old, soon to be 12, and a 13-year-old, soon to be 14. 
And we decided that we were going to sign the whole family. I decided we're going to sign the whole family up for a St. Patty's Day 5K. I, no, and actually, no, I'd, I'd suggested it too. Like, we both thought, okay, like, hey, we, we should both do. No, 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 I'm just saying it. it wasn't like um, you're the one that was also just like, you and I both were like, oh, thinking yeah, like, yeah, yeah, hey, let's do we this. We were both in on and it. And we took the kids on a 5K a couple summers ago that was in Monroe. And it was really hot, and that did not go well at all. <laughs> and um, yeah, and but again, I guess to give it enough time, you're thinking, hey, if we redo this, let's, you know, maybe it'll be different, you know? Yeah. Because yeah, we thought, hey, we'll push Jack in the wheelchair. And well, we'll push and the, the last baby time we did a 5K obstacle race, Jack legit just punched me in the head the entire time he was on my shoulders oh yeah and he was yelling <laughs> and screaming it was a while everything. ago um it, it, and he, and here's here's the deal like they they never want to really do anything except except for be on their pads so we try to incorporate as much just outside yeah. either fitness or or just getting out and doing stuff that we can but sometimes they are not willing participants. So we thought we'd just not tell them until the morning up. Because sometimes you tell them ahead of time, and then all you hear about, even the days preceding it, is how much they don't want to do it. Yes. So it's like, all right, fine. We'll just ruin Saturday morning rather than Friday and night. Boy, and boy, did Thursday we night. ever. Yeah. <laughs> and we tried to find the latest start. Other ones were starting at 8 a.m. Yeah. We found one that started at 10 a.m. Yes. You're thinking 10 a.m. Perfect. 30 minutes from our house. Yeah, we leave by 9.15-ish or so. We get there in, you know, in time. to. Everybody gets a medal. Everybody gets a beer glass on this one. They're usually suckers for prizes. So we thought once we got there, it would be a slam dunk. We thought wrong. You know, it... In, in, and I, well, it I thought wrong on the wrong kid. True. So it started by me gently... Waking the sleeping beast and my daughter losing her shit. Like she's tween now. She's got these hormones happening, but I was not prepared for the amount of explosive anger being hurled towards Shouting, me. cussing, screaming, door I slamming. Hate you. The whole yeah. the whole nine yards. And she's obsessed with getting sleep, which is great. But we still went to bed the previous night before 11. Yeah, she, no, she got over nine hours. So yeah. it wasn't like... And it's an activity at 10 a.m. I used to wake up at <laughs> 6 or 7 to go skiing with my dad growing up. Or or sporting, you know, if you're playing basketball or yeah. soccer. You're getting up early to go do these events. Yep, not, not these kids. No, no. So, so we finally did end up getting everybody out the door. And, and shockingly, the one that y y usually gives us shit is um, is Jack. And he's the 13, almost 14-year-old. And he wasn't too bad. I think he sensed that mom was going to completely like end up in a loony bin if it was like <laughs> two against one. So right. he, he wasn't too bad. No, he really wasn't. So we got them in the car and headed up north. And then we heard about it all the, the way, whole way up there. And I do need to paint the scenario, too. So Jack, you know, has cerebral palsy, mm -hmm. and he's managing it like a champ. He can walk, he can. but it's it's he can only, he definitely can only jog for very short distances. Right. So that's why we thought, you and know, let's bring the wheelchair pain. this come, yeah. come along. So <laughs> we brought the we, wheelchair. We, we brought the wheelchair. We had the handicap parking. We, we parked there. We go. We get our bibs and everything. And then we get to the start, and we've got our green. We get our pictures. Jack's flipping off the camera and everything. And then we get going, 
And Jack proceeds to almost immediately get up and then just take off. And not just get up, he leaps out of this wheelchair <laughs> as soon as the start, like it's time to it's time to rock and roll. Starts basically throwing fucking elbows, passing people right and left. Now he does he does run with a pronounced limp, but he was he was at a running at a really fast clip. And so I'm I'm sure people took this one of two ways. Oh my god, it's a miracle. Good for you. Or these assholes just parked in the handicapped parking and brought a wheelchair with a perfectly okay child. So that's what I wondered if they're like, wait, did they just bring a ringer? What the hell? What a bunch of just like horrible people that would do this. Maybe, hopefully not you know, I guess maybe not recognizing that, oh, they're just trying to work within his abilities. I mean, anybody who saw us later on in the course, it was evident that he was in the wheelchair 90% of the time. But at the same time well, I started like, what family would do that? But I've met some families that they'll if there's a way you can get a free pack of gum, they will do it. So it's like, hey, we're going to get this uh, handicap parking, and we're going to have a chance to get to the front of the line, although we started in the back. I'm just trying to think, like, who's going to Arlington, Washington to try to scam <laughs> the 5K from the runner's club there, you know? We're totally. Um, Another thing we didn't recognize or realize. The trail? Yeah, is that this was not an ADA-friendly course. No. We, we have our three-month-old that I was mostly pushing in the stroller while you were pushing Jack in the wheelchair. Mm -hmm. This was a gravel course. And the wheelchair, when you're on pavement and you get a little momentum, is fine. Jack yeah. is 150 pounds. 150 pounds. <laughs> and this gravel, and this isn't like the gravel on the dirt or like you, after a while it kind of compacts. And this isn't a racing no, wheelchair. This is No, it's a your regular wheelchair you take around the mall. And after a while, sometimes the wheels aren't even spinning. You're just pushing a wheelchair like you were dripping in sweat gravel, five like, minutes in <laughs> oh my god yeah it it was bad and, and there were a couple pretty decent hills too which was hilarious yeah those are some of them like jack you just have to walk this man i just you have to get out um but the funny thing is, is jack was kind of shit talking some people as they're going by and he has like, a very hey. competitive spirit he, he does now I will say, in this case, when people are like, hey, good job, and I'm sure they're just like, oh, it's cool, it's the, the, you know, the wheelchair. But, you know, like, there's always the great debate, like, is it good to encourage other people, or do, are you just annoying the piss out of okay, them? Okay, as a special needs mom, I say keep your fucking comments to yourself. Right. Nobody needs any commentary. Uh, we all know we're in a wheelchair over here. We all know we're being slow. We all know that, you know, we're out here doing it. <laughs> yep. So that's just me. But yeah, no, I'm the it, same. You so, know, you'll get nothing. And then this time, I swear, like, what, 20 people are like, good job. You're almost there. Well, I wasn't Keep sure. Going. I'm so you know, proud of life, you. I, I already was, uh, you know, a chonk, a, a Clydesdale, as you will. That became more of a Clydesdale. A little more Clint these days, <laughs> if you know what I mean. So I wonder if they're like, oh, that's cute. They're probably on their first jog of their entire lives with their, you know, their children. And like, oh, that neat. And you're just like, ah. Oh. And again, I know they mean well. Right. But it was, that's why I didn't tell them to piss off. You're just kind of like, eh, yeah, you kind of nod and keep going. But yeah, Some it went lady from tried to give me a high five to, to and I dirt denied her. with roots to back to the gravel. Someone gave you a high five, I guess. Um, so, uh, yeah, that. So we made it out, and then we made it back. And it was funny, Jack, as we're going on the gravel road, is like, oh, like you know, I'm just so worn out now. And, and like, you you do know you're the one in the wheelchair. I'm the one pushing <laughs> you, right? Well, just the bumpiness of the gravel, like. All right, hey, we're we're pulling through. We're pulling through. Well, and it's funny because Alice actually 
kind of turned it around. Like, she was real chatty Cathy, like, the entire race. Like, we stuck together. She told me lots of stories. She seemed to be having a good time. And then about a quarter mile, not even, to the finish line, she's like, I just need to stop. Like, yeah, what? then all of a sudden that changed. Yeah. And then was, we were so do you know who was the best? It was the three-month-old baby. Not a Not a He was the easiest Miles, the whole nine yards. And I will say that Bob... Works very, very well. It, it is. It's a great racing stroller. If oh, you yeah. are new to the game and having a baby, the Bob is where it's at. Yeah. I've used it for all three kids. Even the double Bob is golden. It's agile. It's, you know, it's great in all terrain. Yeah. Go for the Bob. Highly recommend. Is Bob short for Robert? Yes, but I don't think I don't know. No, this for scenario. this thing. Oh no, the Robert. The Robert. Go for the Robert. <laughs> yeah, the Bob's great. Uh huh. Um, so we did cross the finish line. We got our 5K medal. So we with left Alice behind because she was like, "I need to sit down." We're like, uh, "I can hear the finish line," and we she's right like, there. "No, I need to sit down." So we finish, and then we're like, "Cool, we'll cheer her on," That's and true. then. Oh, for me, what happened is I, I just, we were both cheering her on, and the guy's like, oh, which one, what is it? I'm like, oh, it's the one in the black. And then he gives me the microphone. Well, the like, one oh, in cool. the black. So I grab the microphone, I'm like, and here we come down for the final stretch, Alice Moran, finishing her 5K. Good job there, Alice Moran. And then the, they're like, okay, keep going, do the next one. It's like, really? Okay. So I just kept calling out the folks and whatnot. And just then they the found him after and asked if he would come and volunteer. For 4th of July. Mm -hmm. So I'd be pretty excited for that. It'd be kind of cool. You've been wanting to be an announcer your whole life. I have. This is your end, kid. This is true. If, if anybody's seen Better Off Dead, the two folks from Japan who were not native speakers who learned through the wide world of sports and said so they would be like at the intersection and then just constantly calling out as if they're about to be in a drag race or whatever. I would love to be those guys. Just life is one big PA. Yeah. So we Although, Oh, sorry. I, I say I bet people will be annoyed. Like we're here at the uh, Black Raven Brewery in Woodenville, but I wonder if I'd be like, and here goes Doug Jones going for another 16 ounce before he closes it out. <laughs> like, Mr. Jones, what are your thoughts about that last hazy? He'd be like, shut up. Get out of here. Get. <laughs> Probably. <laughs> so we all finished. Allison seemed too traumatized. You announced her in. I think I think it's just par for the course with you. So it's like, oh, okay. What, as far as everyone being cranky? No, just, just like you trying to embarrass her, you know, like. Oh, I'm going to just embarrass. Well, I embarrass everybody around me pretty much. I mean, I, have you gotten used to it yet? Yeah, I mean, I do too. We're good at it. <laughs> That's why I make a good team. That's why we're parents. Um, so yeah, yeah look out, Badger. <laughs> so all in all, the Shamrock 5K in Arlington. How would you would you would you go back? Well, yes. Now that I know, because I really thought it was just going to be pavement. You know, you close off a street or two and do a loop or something like. Like I didn't realize it was going to be uh, more of a trail run through the, the. It actually was through the municipal airport. Yeah. Um, but yeah, no. I mean, I thought the the people were friendly. The course. The people, the volunteers were super. Yeah. Like everybody was super friendly. I didn't think it was a very um, pretty course. No. I mean, you have kind of the mountains in the yeah, background sure. and no, airplanes you're, you're, here you're and there. On the gravel road in, in between There's two There's like a runways. rock quarry so, on one side and, and a runway on the other. You have a little bit of some trees at the end. So, no, it's not. Yeah. It's, I imagine the Kirkland 5K that we thought about, but it was at 8 a.m. And we're 45 minutes away from Kirkland or so. I imagine that is along Lake Washington. 
So yeah. if you have a chance to catch one of the iconic but lakes But the, the things Seattle. they did have going for it, the, the crew was amazing, like the volunteer crew. Um, you got oh, these really yeah. nice beer glasses at the end. Are they 12 ounce, 16 ounce? There were 16 ounce, and there was, kind we of, got four because there the were top. four of us. Yeah. Um, we got really nice medals that are beer openers, bottle openers. Mm-hmm. All four of us. And in your little cup, it had, uh, there's a local cidery that we didn't partake in. But you go and you could get a free cider that day and a Dole Whip. Dole Whip. You're the one that told me about Dole Whip. It's amazing. Yeah. Um, But what we did instead was we found a, you found. Crap, what was the name of this place? Nutty Junkyard. Yes, actually, you're right. Nutty Junkyard. In, in Arlington, Washington. In Arlington. It's, it looks like a, I don't know, like an old mechanic's it's the kind of thing garage. Where if anybody listening is from Texas, it's kind of just like, you're, you're probably used to this, where it's like, hey, it's an old garage that they've then converted into burgers and Yeah, all like you barbecue. walk up and order. Everything was super fresh. The they fries make the were potatoes amazing. Or the fries right in front of you. Yeah, hand dipped milkshakes, that whole whole yeah. stick. So it was really in the super license plates everywhere. Decent price. Old cars run by, they look to be in their, you know, you know, mid to late teens, early 20s. And so I just visualize a lot of people like, you know, saving up for college by working at the this place. But no, it was a fun atmosphere. And you really could not beat the weather. Not a cloud in sight, sunny into the 60s in March. That's the kind of it's it's the kind of thing in Washington. Uh, whatever people are doing, I could see people having plans that day. It would have been indoors and instantly just like I don't care if I've even paid something already. I'm. It was like the first almost sixty degree sunny day in Seattle. Yeah, I've I've told people. As I've, it's basically a holiday. It, it is. <laughs> and I, I've explained to people not from Washington that some people, if they have a salary job and they got, you know, PTO or however they have, sometimes if you just get this inexplicable, you know, let's say it's a couple days in a row of it's sunny. And when we say warm, we're talking, again, 60s, 70s, people will just drop what they're doing. And, hey, I'm even pulling the kids from school and we're doing stuff. Doing something that's, outside. That's how much the sun is that's how much it's valuable here and it's really funny because even in when i was working in colorado they always advertise like denver 300 days of sunshine so i'd see you know when i first moved there now granted i moved there from iowa but the the winters in iowa are kind of dark and dreary but there'd be some be like hey you'll see hey enjoy the sunshine enjoy the sunshine and i realized i'm telling everybody to enjoy something something they they see every every day day. although to to be fair in denver it might be sunny 300 days a year, but you could have a tornado in the morning, some hail in the true. afternoon, and then, and then sunshine. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I learned actually a couple things there. Don't plant flowers before Mother's Day because you'll get the freak storm, like a snowstorm, and your flowers will die. And then there's a term there if you go hiking called summit by noon. Because even if you have a, a you don't see any clouds, cool. Well, you need to summit and turn around by noon because if you're doing this in the afternoon, there's a good chance you're going to hit a lightning storm. Yeah, it, the, it's it's legit. I remember one time when we were flying out, remember it was like 68 degrees and sunny, like up in the mountains. I think we were in Vail or something, and we were driving to the airport. And by the time we got to Denver, it was just... It, it was, Blizzard. No, yeah. <laughs> it was crazy. And it, did you even post pictures like, like, here we were this morning, yeah. here it is the afternoon. And yeah, they see... were like starting to delay flights. Like it was, yeah. it was intense. So it is crazy. It's true. It's true. But no, it just, sun is such a uh, non common 
thing here in Washington. Um, everything like in Portlandia or almost live about like, ooh, there's a day of sun or there's a Portlandia uh, the spot sketch. Of sun. Right. And they're like, there's a spot. They go over and they start barbecuing. And within minutes, it closes down and then they, you know, opens up. Oh, it's over there now. Let's go chase it. That's kind of what it's like. So all that being said, I could not have asked for better conditions. Um, I mean, I still had a fun time. I know yeah. the, the kids didn't. And, and the thing is, well, and, and actually, here, here's a thing. It, and something to take from this too when I was pushing Jack on the gravel road on the way back he did say why do you and mom keep taking us to do these things and I said hey here's the deal like you can't just spend your whole time on your bed in an iPad or couch and iPad you, you just can't like it doesn't if it's 5k's it, you don't have to do these but you've got to do something um, I even said if you want to get your steps in and if you really like them uh, that's something called the Mopop where they it's a museum for Music, pop culture. Yeah, right. Pop culture. You'll see, like, I mean, he's really into horror films, like horror film costumes. If it's a matter of, hey, let's go and we're gonna walk around there for thirty to sixty minutes or something, fine. That's cool. It's it's. And at the end of the day, the whole five k, even pushing the wheelchair through gravel, is about an hour. So it's like we're we're we've been working diligently to find something. He says he wants to try fishing. Hey, let's try fishing. Like. I get that your number one desire is to be on your iPad. I, I mean, I was a kid too and was into gaming, and hell, I know a lot of adults are into gaming, but you just you have to have that balance. And so we're, you know, hopefully, maybe, hopefully, if the kids resent us, maybe they'll look back and be like, okay, you know, mom and Clint I were did trying promise to, we wouldn't ex surprise them again with one. Cool. Well, okay. We tried now. Because the other times we've always told them stuff, and then it's just a bunch of kicking and screaming. So, okay, you know, hey, I guess we tried it, and that backfired. I so. feel like Iron Man Kids in Victoria was, like, the least resistance that we got. Yeah, and luckily that was sh it was short, but they got their metal, you know, they were, they were grilling. Although I think I just overpaid for a burger. I think it went to a good cause. Um, probably just to pay for the burgers. But... Um, <laughs> Yeah, no, they, they did well there. And so, like, hopefully, hopefully one of these days, you know, we're hopping the podcast. Just keep And we find the, the like, hey, seed. you know, Alice loves animals so much, and so we just mainly go walk through the zoo. Or, hey, they they really into disc golf. I mean, it again, it doesn't have to be what mom and dad like, but it's, it's got to be, be something. something. So, totally. I, I do think we had the idea of trying to get them on the podcast. And I think it might Get be hilarious because if it's just them bitching and moaning the whole time, like, all right, you know, hey, fair enough. Mm -hmm. But what I do want to do when we find something they think they enjoyed, hopefully we can record with them again. Hey, what did you think of this? Yeah. And, then, and we can compare. So I like it. Um, anything else to add to that, Kelly? No, I did really quick before we sign off is talk about Barkley Marathons this Oh, this and I did email the, the dentist. Um, because there were three finishers, which has never happened. Well, I think I've read it happened once. Uh, but two. It's tie, it tied a record. Oh, I thought it was only two in the past. Well, or e either way. Maybe I misread. They kicked ass, though. Yes. Yes. And so who is the... So there was a dentist... Is, you, was it John a, Kelly? Is it somebody? No, okay. no, not John. It's because John Kelly's the American. So four different countries, or excuse me, three different countries. Four countries do, were on the fifth lap, and one yeah. got out. And the first female um, made it on the fourth lap 
which they're saying that might piss off Laz to want to make it more difficult next year. Always. So no, I so Carl Sabe, if I'm pronouncing that uh, properly, Belize is from uh, Flanders, Belgium. He's a dentist there. So oh, I went to his right, website Belgium. and I messaged him. You know, Timmerman is actually every time I go to Flanders, they're like. You know, Timmerman's a Flemish name. You're one of us. Um, but I just said, hey, I'm a dentist and a Clydesdale ultra runner. I'm definitely not finishing like he's finishing. But just, hey, I got a couple of podcasts. It'd be great to record. Maybe I can release on either. Um, so, uh, Dr. Sabe, if you want to come in, we can talk. You know, Did you name drop your brother, who Damn is it. famous I, in Belgium? Shit, I did not. My brother did get licensed in Belgium. <laughs> I think he even practiced a day there once. Um, I'll, I'll write him back. I'll write him back. I was just going to say, if we can talk, you know, root canals and, and Antwerp and what they're like, but mainly I really want to hear about Barkley marathons. And to be f- fair, a lot of, sometimes people get nervous to come on the dental podcast, but I've had people come on and all we've talked about is like uh, Cleveland sports and how much they've... And for we, anybody who doesn't know what the Barkley marathons are, do you want to give a synopsis? You're better at this than I am. I, I was going to say, you might... So, the Barkley Marathons, Kelly. I believe that is what well, was started based on. Okay, the, so Laz, I guess James Earl Ray. He's the guy that unfortunately assassinated Martin Luther King Jr. And he got out of prison, and then he he went the length of a marathon, but he only made it like in a two-mile yeah, radius he, like, and got escaped lost for several days. But he ended up only being in this like he kept going in circles basically yeah and it's not an homage to him i think at first people like wait are you honoring this guy and at last like no what this guy's an idiot i bet i could make a set of of marathons that you know people could finish that even this guy you know even like way more complicated they'd still finish it's almost like essentially it's almost calling him an idiot like this is the most difficult marathon and they're doing it and you couldn't even go in a straight line and get away and um so i believe there's the co-host being like yeah man and um so kelly it is it 26 miles still is it 20 miles per loop so it's supposed to be around a marathon loop but it it's different every year. The course is different every year. And he basically just makes it extremely hard and different so that even these seasoned ultra marathoners, nobody finishes this thing. It's been around. They now. had what, seven years in a row of no finishers? Yeah, it's, it's just wild. And, you know, they call Laz like this sadistic old geezer. But because he, he might even start in the middle of the night. You, get, you oh, listen yeah, to you a don't bugle? Know when, uh, no, you uh, conch. A conch, and then when he smokes his cigarette, he lights it up. That's when you know it starts. Yeah. And then you go one direction, not like the band, but you go a particular direction for the loop, and then you have to find a book that he places, and you have to rip off, rip out the page number of your bib number, to to prove that you made it to these waypoints. Mm-hmm. And then. But it's really about each what, loop navigating. Is you have to be was it orienteering? Orienteering, yeah. You have to have all these skills that you don't need in a normal race. There's no aid stations. You might have water, like, somewhere out there if it's, like, hella hot out. But other than that, like, yeah, you're, you're self-supported. Yeah. You bring a team, but you only have them at the waypoint, that one waypoint right. at the end of your loop. And then when you tap out, if you tap out, and 99.9% of the people do, they they play uh they that's when they bring out the, the bugle. taps mm-hmm. the bugle the taps 
Um, and then this go around. So John Kelly, he's finished before, right? He's an American mm -hmm. that's finished before. And then there's a Frenchman. So four different countries. And I'm going to get them wrong. And then there are the Belgian. I know that the, the dentist, which, again, hopefully he gets the message and comes on this podcast. That'd be awesome. But I think he finished with like six minutes left or something like that. And I mean, I, I can just imagine being on pins and needles. Imagine cheering that guy on, you know? Yeah, I know for sure. And I think Kelly's got the, the three finishers pulled up here. Um, um, so Arlen Sanchez, John Kelly, and then Karel Sabe from Belgium. So, yeah, cray cray. And he, yeah, six minutes, 27 seconds under the gun. Damn. Because you have a 60-hour uh, time limit. So here's the deal. I am a subpar runner. I am a non-finisher of most things. And I've been obsessed with this race since I heard about it in, I think, 2013. And it's been just, uh, I mean, even just a crew would be like oh, sure. a bucket list item for me. I just want to meet last. Because usually the people that don't, like, if you bow out, don't they usually go back and then essentially, like, be part of it and still cheer on the people? And well, I, they, you, it's you so kind of become a crew? exclusive. Like, it, it really is, like, don't let people in and then everybody wants to get in. Because it's, it's like, like the worst. Club. Yeah, it's Do like not talk about Fight Club, but obviously Fight Club grows. Yeah, it's a worst kept secret, but nobody really knows how to get in. Like, you have to know somebody who's done the race to be able to even be able to fight for a chance to get in. And you have to write and basically plead your fucking case to even get in this thing once you figure out how to do that. And you said the preliminary is that you have to have done a, a 50K a year before? Uh, well, I, I, I would have to double check that, but you have to have... I believe a couple, one or two, like basically races that prove that you're not gonna totally go out there and die. <laughs> gotcha. And, but and you don't have to necessarily finish first. You just have to no, do them. No, you just have to complete. So when I did Hag Lake in nine hours and one minute, and I had nine hours to do it, but I made the last cutoff, so it counted. Like uh -huh. that would theoretically work. Yes. All right. Which I think I last ten minutes at the Barkley Marathons. Uh. It just sounds like a real fun adventure. <laughs> you know, I could. It would be funny if someone's like ran, and then all of a sudden you see them not completed, and they've got like Arby's in their hand, and they're like, "Yeah, I said screw it," and I just went and you know got a got some Arby's with some horses. You've been uh, obsessed with Arby's lately. You need to just go get yourself some Arby's. They got the meat. Treat yourself. <laughs> Man, but, we were at this gala last weekend. Yeah, go ahead. And they, like they kept like treat yourself, treat yourself. They just man. Kept he it. really enjoyed that phrase over and over and over. It was like they had it over the PA, and then he would say treat yourself, which is really like buy more shit. And people did. And people they people did. This is true. <laughs> but he digress. Uh, so Barkley marathons. You know, I'm I have a very very difficult time shopping for you for gifts. But I'm thinking if I could get Kelly into the Barkley marathons I, that. And I'm unimpressed. I'm, I am the worst because I don't ever expect anything. They're, I don't like normal girly things. I'm not. I don't like flowers. I think it's the weirdest thing to me that people give. 
what dead genitalia of plants yeah to like show your love um i i don't know but Barkley marathons if there was a way yes, that you I, could I will find it do this i would be indebted for at least a year that gives me at least a year yeah <laughs> birthday and christmas maybe and flag day uh, all the days. Perfect. All the, you would never have to get me anything ever again. Oh, all right. I'm very motivated. I, yes. Let me see what I can. I keep. I've even looked like Reddit and different places just to see. Because is there a secret phone number? This is like when they used to have raves I back don't in know. the day. You have to ask somebody who has done it the year before. So. Oh, so every year it changes. Every year it changes. The date changes on when you are supposed to submit. Basically, it's like the ultra marathon speakeasy. It is, <laughs> and that's why everyone is so obsessed with it. But I, I, you know, Laz is this like enigma, and he certainly doesn't fit the mold of somebody who would be doing this. But. But that's what makes it so so special, I that's guess. That's true. Right? But I'm sure at some point he's going to be like, nah, I'm done. And every year it gets, a, you know, an inch is a little bit closer to that time. Oh, so it's kind of like George R.R. R. Martin. Like, okay, this guy's not going to last forever. Is he ever going to finish the books? Come on, George. You're trying to cheer him on. Yeah, and you're what? watching him smoke cigarettes going like, come on, man. Like, right, right. Get your so health you're, together. I want so you're in. You're probably thinking you don't have any many years left to try to get in the Barkley Marathons. <laughs> I mean, I hope. And Laz is probably going to be like my, my great aunt who like, dipped like chewing tobacco every ate day and every day ate pies every day and lived <laughs> to be 98 you know I nice mean, well hopefully hopefully yeah i wonder if someone is still carry on his legacy yeah i don't think it would be the same because you know he changes it all the time so i think can, it's how just could you gonna really... die with him and it's yeah, gonna be like this to. this crazy just enigma that's that can't be replicated but you know, I mean, the fact that we're here talking about it in suburbia, suburbia Seattle, it's it's just wild what he has built. Oh, totally. I mean, it was amazing when I first saw the doc documentary, and then I you know, read about it, and then you're like, according to Walter, she did she make a fun run, which is three loops? Um, I mean, just the most incredible. Oh, no, this last time, I think she didn't even make one loop. Yeah, so the world's most incredible endurance athletes... You know, just get out there and, and, like you said, it's not so much how good you are running, no, uh, orienteering. It's it's the all elements. It's the, just, another thing I love about this. He always um, lets somebody on that he knows is going to fail fucking miserably, and he always gets them like, number one, be number one, because he's like, this asshole is going to make it twenty minutes, have the worst time of their entire lives. And then have to come back. Now, if you like, know why? that's you, this I would just enjoy those 20 minutes. I would make it the most glorious 20 minutes. You know what I mean? And just ride it out. I think he, like, picks the, like, A-type, so that he knows it's just going to get Oh, so the it. ones that don't, the like... guy's sadistic. Like, like, no, screw you, man. I'm going to be able to do it. You give me number one, I'm going to finish number one. Totally. totally. And then they're like, then I'm out. I just, I feel like Lass and I would be fast friends. Oh, I did read... So it's funny, I guess Carl Sabe, the dentist from Belgium. Yeah. I think it was the previous year, he was just going delirious, hallucinate, hallucinations and whatnot. And he found us, he just meandered into a town and was lost <laughs> and delirious. So a sheriff found him. And rather than thinking, like, okay, this is like some, 
you know, transient that's on drugs. Like, oh, I know what's going on. And so there's a picture of the sheriff. This isn't a Carl. big town. I'm sure that Laz is pretty. This yeah, thing so they realize, like, okay, this is a guy that's supposed to be on this Send marathon. Send him back to Laz. So got, yeah, so like, the <laughs> sheriff, like, took him back. So I, I thought that was funny. And, and it, you know, again, he finished this year, which is amazing. So I, I wonder if that almost kind of makes the previous year like all that it just I, wonder, I bet that just makes all that more sweeter like hey i i was just seeing things and then end up in this town and here i am a finisher yeah i know for sure and i guess only 17 17 people in 36 years have ever finished I mean, the whole thing's just ridiculously crazy but you know what i want in so however we can make that happen hey Let's see what we can do, hon. Whose dick do I have to suck? I'm joking. Oh, <laughs> I'm joking. Well, let me find out, hon. What, what if I'm like, hon, I got you in. By the way, see this guy here? He got a hall pass. You got a hall pass for the night. So I'm going to go just uh, watch no, Cocaine like, Bear. I will be somebody's bitch. Like, let me crew you. Let me crew you, please. Oh, and on that note, I think it's it's time for bed. Badger is ready. The badger has called it. Yep. All right. Well, hey, thanks for listening. Hopefully we can get uh, Jack and Alice on the podcast to uh, let us know about their second 5K experience, St. Patrick's Day. Yes. That would be wonderful. But in the meantime, if anybody has any questions or would love to come on, anything, please email me at Clint at, or uh, sorry, Clinton at MyMidnightClub.com or... Not Kelly at mymidnightclub.com. Till next time, thanks for listening. Rock on. World was on fire, no one could save me but you. Strange world desire will make foolish people. I never dreamed that I'd meet somebody like you And I never dreamed that I'd lose somebody like you No, I don't wanna fall in love No, I